Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Is it too late now to say sorry? Cause I'm missing more than just your body. Oh, is it too late now to say sorry? Yeah, I know all that I let you down. Is it too late to say sorry now? It's still not too late for Jesus Christ to attend this year's Super Bowl parade. Welcome to a back-to-back edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagles fan, Daniel Hardigan. And we're not doing intros today. We're just going free-flowing, no-holds-barred. You know who's here. It's Danny Solomon. It's Jamel Johnson. It's Kyle Ayers. Guys, congratulations on three Super Bowls in five years. Thank you. I was yeah. really happy that we won the Super Bowl again. <laughs> and we did yeah, it yeah. so well. Of the outcomes, it's nice. I was looking it up. <laughs> we uh, did it in such a fun way. It was a classic <laughs> Super Bowl. Everybody loved it. The halftime show was pretty good. Uh, the suspense at the end had even the swiftiest of Swifties who didn't know anything about football enraptured by what was going on. It was just the perfect situation. Jesus was washing feet. <laughs> no, I was a priest washing them feet. I didn't see Jesus. Did they have Jesus on cam washing feet? Well, they were, it was like, you were <laughs> on Christ-like. Cam? On, yeah, cam. on cam? <laughs> they never had Jesus on cam doing nah, anything. That's, that's behind a paywall. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> yeah, that's, I the, think the... that's the latest WikiFeed entry is going to be part of that commercial. Oh my God! Uh, what do you I search mean, for? The thing Dirty is, if feet. Jesus washes your feet, you the know. water rushes right off because he can't. His water to foot situation is always yeah, pretty he off. Can't really? Yeah. Oh well, he covers your foot in wine. Isn't that how Jesus works? <laughs> That's the 49ers, uh when they didn't understand overtime rules. Yeah, they are covered in wine for sure. Bro, Although they, the forty winers less whining, I think, post Super Bowl than the Eagles. Tbh. Uh, from the players or from the fans? For, uh, well, a, a melange of both. Because as okay. we remember, Ooh. the players melange went on in the, in the post-Super Bowl afterglow, the couple of days after, bitching and moaning on their Instagram lives about the holding call. I don't think we've had any players I mean, James Brad out. James Bradbury said that night, I held him. So yeah, he wasn't then, really bitching. Yeah, what I remember is moaning. most Eagles players being like, uh, yeah, I, I think he actually said, I thought I could get away with it. Like owning right. up to it even more than just like, I, yes, it was holding, but was like the, well, this is kind of what you think you can get away with. Clearly, they have to call that penalty exactly once per Super Bowl. They did uh, in your overtime situation. But yeah, mm-hmm. let's talk about this year's Super Bowl. I think the Niners players and fans are just more sad. There, there's mm-hmm. less anger. It's more of just a, a a resignation to like this is probably over. This there's iteration of the Niners. What are yeah. you supposed to say and think and feel when you just lost to the government? You just <laughs> lost to the government. <laughs> what do you have after that? What are you supposed to say? I gave it all I had. 
It's but, like what a man. hypothetical militia versus the U.S. military matchup would be. The militia spent all year in their half, which I call the, N- it's the NFC, uh, would be the militia. And they're like, look, amongst all of us, we're the best with our guns. And then they forgot that the AFC has a drone. Yeah. They, got they literally Ashley have Babbitt. the cannon from fucking Iron Machine from Marvel vs. Capcom. <laughs> they got everything. Yeah, it was... Um, it wasn't that the Niners did anything wrong. And I said that via message to Andrew Kungle, our, our uh, known longtime listener slash Niners fan. I said, I didn't feel like they, they did not do anything wrong in my eyes. They played a great game. You can't point to Brock Purdy being bad, really. You can't point to the defense being bad. Even without Dre Greenlaw, they pray, played pretty well. I guess there's some of the miscues with the, you know, the fumbled punt and, you know, some of the, some of the crap that they got into in the overtime, having to get the field goal, but still, you know, a a solid game all around. We just win. We just win these games. It really, Andy Reid seemed, I've never, he, he, he was better at coaching. The Chiefs had the best coach, who was their defensive coordinator. Easily. And, I think that they was had a huge a, and then they had a better coach when it was the offense versus defense matchup. And the special teams, we have the guy who was Devin Hester's coach. Yep. It's like uh, the, the coaching matchup was just was overwhelming. I think somehow Andy Reid is so confident in his team that he's like, I'm going to save plays until it really matters. And he literally means really matters as in under a minute in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Plays they didn't show (laughs) all year. And he's like, I'll use the ones that work now. He corndogged them. He corndogged them again. My God. Although this one was called Tom and Jerry, but it was a corndog. It was a corndog. And that play on that fourth and one that Kyle, I think is, is mentioning I mean, that's that's the Eagles bread and butter. We run that play like every it was Mahomes first designed run since November 2022. Well, he has the option on if Kelsey's there in the flat, but like they just exposed both. That's how little it was half a designed run. That's how little they design run. This guy who scrambles all the time was this was the first time he had an option to run in a year and a half. When's the last time Nick Bosa? When's the last time Nick Bosa even saw a quarterback run an option? (laughs) It's no play uh, is an option to Nick Bosa before the play. He decides he's going to tackle whoever he thinks is going to have the ball. And he tackles that person, <laughs> that play, no matter what happens on that play. And sometimes he's right and he gets a sack, but sometimes he tackles yeah. Clyde Edwards, Alaire 17 yards away from the play. <laughs> no clue. And Clyde is just like shrugging. Like I'm, what do you do? I, I don't get the ball when I'm in, when they give it to me, I barely get it. See, this is what Trump guys, this is their fatal flaw. They can be led easily. They are easily <laughs> pooled. And I did see they handed thing. Clyde Edwards Calaire Nancy Pelosi's pedestal. And that's why Nick Bosa was chasing him so hard. Look, at some point you gotta let go and allow the play to happen and allow Joe Biden to be president. You just gotta just, you just gotta say this is what's happening. I think everyone can agree they're happy that there was not a call that became the focal point of the game. Very happy. Uh, the, the refs really kind of stayed out of it all night. I mean, and I will say just to kind of the chiefs haven't been called for an offensive holding penalty in 13 quarters of their three Super Bowl wins. So that's just a stroke of luck. I'm not saying there's any, maybe they're not holding there, but... dog. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> they're also, definitely you... holding, but it's fine. The, they the teach holding... holding now. Yeah. <laughs> 
the holding penalty that really was almost the the, the final overtime. part of yeah. the game was in the overtime, and it was against us. So I don't want to hear horrible, about it. horrible call. What I always go revert to is which team won the play, and then let's just like kind of suss it out from there. Clearly. The Chiefs won that play. And then you have this thing that kind of had nothing to do with what actually occurred Didn't in the, the trenches. did the Chiefs have a touchdown called back in the Ravens game because of a hold on a screen? They did, yeah. That That's was not the Super Bowl. A, oh, Super Bowl. Sorry, I forget yeah, we have Super so many Bowl. quarters in Super Bowls recently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah we, an extra one. We had Were like they going to little... call holding on any of the guys in the Tampa Bay game? Those weren't even technically <laughs> offensive linemen in that game. That was just some dudes they found. Nick Allegretti was the best player. <laughs> I'm a big Worf. I'm a Worf's head. I do like I that, that game. They did call a few holds in that game, but that was not. <laughs> of course, the they Chiefs, did. Otherwise, uh, would be dead. Victory, so. <laughs> um, but I, it's it reminded me a little bit of last year, where you know, as in, you, as a fan of the the team that lost, you're kind of like you're not even mad at your own team. It's just kind of this weird days of what the hell just happened. I don't know how we could have played any better. You know, all, all of those things. If you look at that first half, even the first three quarters, really, until that muff punt, the Niners kind of like played amazing. They did everything right against Mahomes. They were frustrating that offense, the defense. Even when Greenlaw went out, which I hear is this big excuse, they played two quarters where they didn't give up any points so, yeah. except, except for a field goal. So they could play without the guy. It's quite all right. Um and then it just wears on you and you get tired and Mahomes just starts making plays and it just feels inevitable. Like it is Danny an inevitability. Was so, Danny was so confident yeah. coming in like, oh, we're getting a touchdown here. Uh, it, even on the MVS, like goes backwards seven yards on it, which should have been a gain. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? Oh, my God. There's so it. many. I was this was the first Super Bowl party where I was the guy who was like shutting everybody up to say, no, 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 we're going to win. This is going to have, I have never been that guy. Something before. has certainly changed to where even if you're losing at halftime, I enjoyed Usher. Yeah. I oh. was unable to enjoy Rihanna. <laughs> and I think I said, I think I said via text that, because maybe, maybe I said this at the party or maybe I alluded to this to you guys. But I felt like the first half of the Usher halftime show was pretty bland. I didn't really like what was going on. But I told somebody during the midst of all this, I can't remember in the haze of it all. I said, Usher's a second half team, just like the Kansas City Chiefs. He's going to come back. And sure enough, those roller skates come out and all yep. of a sudden it's on. And the that's rise exactly of the House of the Usher. Game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how was the super? How was the halftime show received at the the parties you guys were at? I think it was. It was, it, nuts. It was a, yeah, people loved it. Yeah, Non-stop, there were applause breaks. You couldn't hear the intro. People were fucking excited. Yeah, it here's was great. Where the, here's where people lost it at my party was there was a lot of talk about whether or not he was going to take off his shirt, mm-hmm. and it looked like he wasn't going to. And then when he did, everybody lost their mind. And from then on. The skates come out and all the other stuff happens, and it was just like, yeah, this Who is. Who didn't think that happening. was going to happen? That's like those bets you see on promo sites where it's like, will Mahomes throw over zero point five yards? And you're like, this is a scam. That bet is yeah. like the scam bet to get your information into like draftdudes.bet. 
<laughs> Look, I haven't seen Usher in a while. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not in the circles or my algorithm isn't showing me as much Usher as other people. Right, that's but on you. I'd imagine maybe you're not getting a ton of Usher. I just wasn't <laughs> sure if he, I thought maybe he's gained some weight. Maybe he doesn't want to take off a shirt. Maybe if he took off a shirt, there'd be a dad bud under there. There'd it's be just like a Leo and Jason Andrew Kelsey Bay. shape. Yeah, exactly. He's like got some some stomach hair. But no, pristine as usual. I want to present this to you guys because this was the big argument during the halftime show at the party I was at. Someone said inline skates are harder than quad skates. Agreed. And that's in, yeah. You that's think true. inline is harder? There's I more do. surface area on. Given a the fact skate. that I've I don't I've never done it, I gotta say inline's harder. You never been on an inline, Jamel? Listen, I I it was probably in '95. I thought about it. I watched like one Cam Neely highlight and i was like let me see what's up and then i put them on and it was kind of like i'm good you know i kind of knew immediately as soon as i laced them that i would never do that again it's like easier to get more speed on the inline sort of thing but maybe harder to dance yes there's they're aerodynamically better for picking up speed because you got the one line and uh the roller skates have more surface area so you have more balance so you okay, well, yeah. I thought about putting on my skates and roller skating into this Zencaster, but I didn't think it would play. <laughs> would but great. I do I have know, it. And, <laughs> the people, the people should know that we are on Zencaster today. Dan is out in New York right now in the chilly snows of Brooklyn for yeah, some reason. I'm, I'm, I'm here to talk to Roger Goodell. I'm going to NFL headquarters. I want to discuss some, some rule changes for next season. Um yeah, and how to take down this Chiefs dynasty. It's not good for ratings. I think they're changing it back to uh, field goal wins in overtime. They've decided oh, to adjust back. the rules. Yeah. They're going to regress the rules to the mean uh, and and whatever beats Mo. I, I'm he- I'm very much here for his full, like, after the game, he was, like, going scorched earth with the entire underdog, sort of like, we're never underdogs. Are they going to change the overtime rules again? It's like, you cannot pretend to not know the perception of the team anymore. And you um, should. And, so, and I said the ratings are going to go bad. Obviously, they're the, the biggest game of all time. But I just think there's going to be fa- Chiefs fatigue, which we already have experienced. But in the midst of these dynasties, I kind of feel like people get a little, a little tired of it. But what I want to come back to is the overtime rules. And obviously, we all heard the story about Chris Jones said in training camp, they discussed this scenario as, as a potential. And all the Chiefs players knew about it. And all the Niners players said, they didn't even know what the rule was. They had never discussed it. Um, so what I wanted to present to you guys was, can you imagine if the Niners had scored a touchdown in that first overtime and thought <laughs> they won? Sure. And like the whole team streams onto the field. Brock Purdy's helmet is thrown into the stands. He's pounding his chest. Sounds brutal. And everybody, and everybody's like, hey, hey, this game is not over. Because it sounds like they really didn't know. No, and in that case... We score a touchdown and go for two. That yes. is the only logical solution. After and Andy Reid is sitting on a two-point conversion penalty that'll have a touchdown more open than that Peyton Manning bootleg run touchdown clip that comes up sometimes <laughs> where even he doesn't yeah. know what's going on. The two-point <laughs> conversion call would have been a play that you've – it would have been to Tony or something so absurd. <laughs> like yeah. It would have been so wild and they so good. They would have brought Tony from off the uh, the – NFI list or whatever. <laughs> yeah. He's not he was not even on the bench. I don't think they allowed him in the building. And no, but if the other team pours onto the field, you're allowed to bring one guy uh onto your active <laughs> roster who wasn't there at game time. I think that should be the new 
overtime rule. Isn't it embarrassing that your team didn't know? They make a huge deal of this every year. Well, not a lot of other teams are anticipating going to the Super Bowl the way that the Chiefs are. It's a real shock to some people. <laughs> this team should have. They were the favorite in every game for a, a year and a half. They they should have, but for all his wacky, you know, six running backs in the backfield, you know, toss this, toss that kind of play that Kyle Shanahan is good at, he doesn't know basic overtime mechanics. And that is where the coaching edge goes to Andy Reid, who's only thinking about football all the time. Because he's an old man closer to death and he only has so many years to study charts and, and uh, analytics and plays and things. And so that's what he cares about. Andy Reid has like a – yeah, go ahead, Jamal. I'll just, for it to end with McCall Hardman scoring, does mm-hmm. that – I mean, obviously you guys don't care. Now the feeling must be McCall Hardman, I knew it all along. Chief what great. A stud, what a All-time what a chief great legend. chief. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I think I mean, we're honestly, all here for the fact that that uh, weird medium from Hard Knocks ended up being correct that McCole Hardman did win the Super Bowl. We, I, listen, you, I feel like Danny put it put the put it into effect. We went to SoFi to watch McCole Hardman's best game ever. Yep, and Damn, took mushrooms right. and began the sequence. And Danny called I, the touchdown. He called the Super Bowl then. I said we were going to win the Super Bowl. That's the feeling that I got. And no, no, none of our players besides Chris Jones and McCole Hardman were on the field. It was a lot of fucking Blaine Gabbert and uh, Blake Bell in that game. And we still, I just felt something. You know, I felt like we we just caught some kind of a a, a whiff, a mojo. And I it, I was turned out to be right. It was when Chris Jones cried during the anthem. When he when Chris Jones was crying during the anthem, I foolishly thought, "Oh, maybe the Niners have a chance." But then I slowly began to realize they're with the gov. This is the Fed. Like he's crying because he is a true patriot. I'm against uh, the pregame crying too. How does the anthem get you? How does it get you? Really? It's the moment. It's the moment. It's the patriotism. These are real patriots. Plus, it looks cool. It looks cool. It does look cool. But then you know you're going to become a meme. They're yeah, going to meme are. your ass. Sirianni yeah, is being I mean, it's not bad to be a that. meme that is cares too much. If you win, the meme is okay. Our we had our, our 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 best player scream at his coach, and now it's like a fun meme. Yeah. Which it didn't bother me when it happened in the game, anyways. But if and you win, it, it, if you win, all memes screaming? are okay. He was screaming because he didn't get any balls. He hadn't they, took any him out of the, they took him out of the game, and his backup missed the block that caused the fumble down yep. by the end zone. Uh-huh. And he was, and I believe what happened, based on how Andy Reid explained it, was he didn't know Kelsey was there, and he sort of like was closer than he thought and got knocked off balance. And him and Kelsey yelled at each other all of the time. Yeah, yeah and that's Kelsey, pretty common. Kelsey yells most of the things he says anyway like he's he's always like fire me up coach you know i think i saw his girlfriend almost leave him when he was screaming viva las vegas for a full two minutes yeah but the longest rendition of all time that was a a rough moment but luckily (laughs) most of us were pretty hammered or stoned or both by that time i i just spent the entire pre-pod period studying up on all of the footage of Taylor and Travis post game. And uh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. They love each other. You're dancing to your own shit in the club. Oh and, man. Yeah. 
I think well, if you, you know, don't love Travis Kelsey, if you're not in love with that man, of course you can't just hang out with him casually. This isn't someone you could have a fake relationship with. He's too intense. He's too much of him. There's a lot yeah. quieter people you could get into fake relationships with if you know. wanted to. Jamel and I spent 10 minutes with him this offseason, and he was very calm and collected and uh, was <laughs> so not screaming. And He's wearing a pantsuit. Yeah. Well, this was, you know, pre-Taylor. So now that his life is it was pre-Taylor, he's just screaming. Look, you anybody who thinks it's fake at this point is ridiculous. If you just watch the footage, you you've seen that couple at the party where, like, you know, the guy is partying. He wants to hang out with the boys. It's a big event. And he's been waiting for this party for a while. And so he's dancing and he's drinking. And the girl is like drinking and trying to have a good time but she's like when are you gonna get home and fuck me because that's what this is about like i can't i just i know i'm gonna get fucked in a crazy way and so i'm just waiting out these festivities and all your boy time until i can get back home to the hotel and get railed you could see the entire look the, the all of the the footage of them too that's, is on, like, that's honestly me that's i i take the taylor <laughs> position what are oh. we even doing here one drink let's bounce man yeah fuck you want to keep talking to these fools Say hi. Let's say bye. Come on, man. Yeah, My you gotta hang out with. Like, we gotta get to. Yeah, you know I mean, like, I gotta put an ice pack on. I gotta put some icy hot on. If we go, we can't be out all. We gotta wrap this up. I gotta put yeah, knee you... braces on to lay down. Yeah, it's like. I don't need to to have a awkward conversation with Tommy Townsend, your punter. <laughs> yeah, man. We talk. Oh, think she... oh, you like wrestling? Sick. I don't. It's time yeah. for me to go. I think they I, both just thought they were each other for a brief moment, and that's why they got so excited to see right, each other. Right. Tommy Townsend's like, this person looks like me. Same hair length. I think also Taylor's been drinking all game. Travis has to like mm-hmm. catch up, and they're trying to meet each other at some kind of exact right. level. She might be getting tired, and he's just getting to the party. Yes. Well, She's I'll like, tell you, I had to drunkenly meet, introduce your dad to Paul McCartney earlier. <laughs> the adrenaline of it all probably actually makes it more even than you think. Well, and I'll tell you who was really uh, in no need of catching up was Jason Kelsey. That guy had been drinking oh, yeah. since noon the day before. And he was He's been drinking since he retired, man. He's been drinking he hasn't since officially retired. He has not officially retired. He's, He's been probably drinking not since Buffalo. Retire. Yeah, he Look, is. This all lines up pretty nicely for Kelsey Bowl Part Two next season. I'm not if saying Kelsey, if Jason is not retired, are you concerned that he likes a different team more than yours? No, no, it's his, it's you ride or die for your brother. I think. Yeah, I think his family I mean, is more sense. important to him. Yeah. Um, Although it was fun seeing Kylie Kelsey only put on a Cincinnati, uh, like. Right fleece or whatever and not wear that. any chiefs gear i yeah. uh, was didn't she say if he got traded to another team she would root for him but not the team no, i, I mean, like that's that's that, man. incredible yeah uh quickly i wanted to return to the pregame crying gif of yeah. uh, chris jones and nick sirianni i think they're everybody's trying to compete against the no sean moreno yeah. pre-game crying if we remember flood. how crazy a flood. that one was they're trying water to match coming that. out of his head i don't think he's yeah. even crying dude he had yeah. a leak in his head area everyone's trying to get to that point and it's just unbeatable like you're never going to get there maybe chris jones was thinking about his agents 
Mm. Just yeah, crying at how bad of a job they did. Even though he hit every single one of his things except win defensive player of the year. He Which, hit all of his weird order. little uh, incentives and he still like is going to make less money than if he had just signed a three-year contract at the beginning of the year. Yeah, but now he's a three-time Super Bowl champion. And if you saw, there was a clip of him and Andy, like he he was on the ground and Andy was like, come on, what are you going to leave now? You know, he was basically being like, you can't leave. You're, this is your team. You've been yeah, here I since hope. the beginning. We'll figure something keeps, out. Mahomes keeps talking about he wants to figure more things out to create cap space. Yeah, and he like said he, we could have yeah. you an even worse yeah. wide receiver room next year. Let's trade oh, Rasheed and let's <laughs> <laughs> let's trot every, all these guys out. I want Richie James I mean, number sure. one. Yeah, they, could put any, they, yeah. they could put anybody on the field. Anybody on the field ends in a Super Bowl appearance. That is the best Tyreek. part. Is that we are going to have two of our Super Bowl heroes are going to be kindly escorted out the door the moment <laughs> the free moment it's start. legally allowed. Get the yeah. fuck out of thank you. The for guy your who service. planted the Chiefs flag on midfield will be cut within eight seconds of eligibility. They gave somebody Kadarius is Tony. They gave Tony's number up in the middle of the season. And actually, that's and I wasn't even thinking of Tony. I was thinking of friggin' this the other Super Bowl winner, McCole Hardman. All three of those guys are fucking gone. Uh, my question, oh, where was I going to take this? I lost it. It'll come back. Well, look, there's take plenty Terry of McLaurin, man. Just I want to see Terry oh. win a ring. Get Is there a, a chance get that happens? Is there Send any world where this happens? There's obviously a chance. There's nothing but possibilities. Send I'm us already, players who want a championship, and we will take I've them. already decided that the Chiefs are winning the next three. But <laughs> after that, here's where I – so just like the Patriots, eventually you guys will lose the one that is more guaranteed than ever. Everybody hmm. thought it was this year because the team was bad, but that was actually uh, a Patriots trick. No, nah, there will be the 16-1 and one season. Yeah, exactly. Right. When right. are you guys going to lose to your Eli Manning? That's what I'm thinking about now. I would I don't love even think it the guy's if it was drafted Kirk. yet. Oh yeah, I wouldn't mind I'm... it if it was Kirk. You know, Yo, that yeah, is we possible. we own Kirk though. I wouldn't mind if it was the Wolfman. Not possible. Mathematically not possible. impossible. <laughs> as long as it's not Dak, I feel okay. Honestly, but I guess that, I like mean, pretty much every NFC team except. But the Cowboys are so overrated; they'll never be the massive underdog team because no matter what, everyone's <laughs> like they're the second best team. No, I like I'll pretty much you, every NFC team except them. This opens the door for Jared Goff because the fact Ooh. that it was close yeah, and that yeah. they should have been in the Super Bowl makes it so that he could be our Eli Manning, that that we haven't seen Mahomes go up against the man who beat him in one of the other great games in NFL history, regular season, 54-51, Jared Goff. Maybe Goff is his kryptonite. It's possible. Uh, Just dumb enough was, to do it. I remember what I was going to say. Tyreek Hill, do you think he's like, maybe I should have just accepted like $2 million less to just be a three-time Super Bowl nah, champion. There's not you can't smack dudes on boats in Kansas City. There's no boats. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See, this is the type of thought pressure that it takes. Exactly. Look, without the diva energy, we became better. Like we became a better team and we we got to the draft picks to fix the defense, but well, you can't have that team. guy on your team. Change the team. Yeah. It's just team. it's incredible to me that Mahomes started his career as kind of like this 
I will throw it further than anybody on earth. It was like, like he just we, picked up Madden and now it's like he's good at Madden. Mm-hmm. We just, yeah, exactly. We just throw bombs and I kind of just like make shit up and my fast receiver is going to be down there and I just huck it. And now it's like turned into this. He doesn't throw the ball down. I mean, I know there was the long Hardman reception, but that was kind of the only deep shot. God, that felt um, weird too because it was into uh, double coverage. You were like, was. that's a very bizarre yeah. person to trust. Yeah, but you he's know, he's fumbled that, every time he's touched the ball. That pass was, it looked a lot like, and this is a deep cut, maybe only Kyle will remember, but preseason of Mahomes' first actual yeah. starter season, throwing that deep I ball in Atlanta to Tyree Kill. It's very similar. It and, was after that pass was after a ridiculous scramble, and that's the pass where everyone in Kansas City was like, okay, we might have like a thing going on here. Yeah, that was, that was, I mean, I, I was already down before then, but yeah, that was very nice. I'd like to return to uh, an X factor here that we've kind of teased all season. And Kyle's always mentioned like, this is obviously the way to develop a quarterback, but Alex Smith, there there's still like a, a, a little bit of thread of DNA that that season that Mahomes sat down with Alex Smith every day for a year and learned how to do this. Like at Texas tech, uh, Mahomes was saying like, he didn't even know what a Mike linebacker was. And like now he's the clearly the smartest quarterback on earth. And it's like something that is just the way to make a quarterback. Uh, it like good. Absolutely it's blows like, my mind that this doesn't. I mean, honestly, Purdy didn't have to play right away. He didn't. No, he, he got to come in and look like crap against the Chiefs after some injuries. And it, everyone who sits, it just feels so universal. Stroud is such an outlier, and he's such a yes, well-developed yes. college quarterback who played at a big university, but not everyone gets to do that. He basically played at a minor league football team and played a good competition. Who even came from a situation like that and came in and was Who came good, from like, a medium to small school? Who was 500 hard- in college and... Is Carson Palmer the the next best <laughs> example of a guy coming from a big school and being successful? Also, I just think Palmer mad long. Too. I mean, Lamar, years. Lamar Jackson, yeah. I I guess Louisville maybe is a medium school. I don't know. But, but he still had to right develop out of the pros right too. To and he, out right he, to he sat behind Flacco for like yeah. a day. No, no, for no, most no, of for the season. most of a year. I think it's really? important for guys to figure out how to go to work. Like it's still their job, even when it's not Sunday. So like, you know, long, you know, you have to know how to go to a meeting. You have to know how to read film with the smartest <clears throat> people who've ever played the thing you're doing. I think that the Chiefs got especially lucky because Alex Smith's only real strengths were all of Mahomes' weaknesses. Right. Like, it was they like such a complimentary. It was like, uh, uh, you know, progressing reads. And what plays warrant what effort and footwork? You need Mahomes, to find like your Alex most, Smith. Yeah, Mahomes, most team. talented guy like ever. But raw, you learn from Alex. I was just weirdly thinking about Alex Smith that whole game. He'd played for both teams. I was wondering who he was rooting for. I was watching Mahomes play, and I was like, "This is like the ultimate realized version of Alex." It's like, if you amp up Alex Smith stats, Madden like arm yeah. strength. And Mahomes' scrambling is like, I can't believe that you don't spy this guy. He's every fucking big game. He's I running for 67 I, yards. Like It's just a one play. They took an eye off him one play. They actually dude, were, were on two. top of him most of the game. Yeah, but uh, you know, yeah. you can't spy him because he can do so many other things to you. I, I Well, 
I and losing Greenlaw, you lose your spy when you and lose that your was next something. best linebacker. Yeah, I don't know if he could have done anything. I don't. He plays. doesn't they stop Hardman being yeah. open. Yeah, exactly. And also, yeah. <laughs> um, Mahomes made a mistake at, in the, at near the end of regulation where he thought he could scramble. They lost a lot of time there. Tony Romo is stupidly being like, "Spike the ball!" Like they lost 15 seconds on that. They got back to the line and he threw it immediately out of bounds. It was like one second difference in a spike. Yeah. Hey, Tony. <laughs> some teams actually have communication. Yeah, like so he, I think Mahomes knew he screwed up, and he's like, we have a play for this, and if the play's not there, I throw it away. Let's just run the yeah. thing. The yeah. only time I thought we were going to lose was was when we didn't go for it again at the end of regulation because— Six seconds left. Did you want them to run a play? I absolutely did, and everybody was—we were on the nine-yard line, something like that. I feel like everybody in the room was like, no, 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 you kick it. You got to tie. This is—it would be crazy to—they don't have the time for that. And I was like, I've played Madden. I've watched football for <laughs> 35 years. We can run another play. This is not—just chuck it if you don't see I it. Really, it. I really—I thought it was—I disagree with that. Confidence in really? what was going to happen in OT for sure. Yeah, OT is too much to play when you're the Chiefs. Why, why do that when you're Andy Reid and you're like, wait, I don't I have even a whole think they. Nobody's seen. Yeah, OT is too unpredictable. Exactly. You're kicking it again to Richie James, which is always an issue. <laughs> he hasn't had to do anything. He just watched it go over his head. What is all up right, with we us? Text- in we were texting that all game. We we're just like, these fucking punt returns are going to be the death of us. Dude, it's the worst. Became the death of the Niners, which is I. I think that. The Chiefs, I don't even think the Chiefs really ran a play the play before the six seconds left. It was because if they would have really paid attention, where she was wide open. Yeah, he was wide open. Over but the that's, okay. that's okay. But it was the play was only throw it to Kelsey or no one. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, I'm not, the pick. I'm not giving a tipped ball. I'm not doing this. It was the play that beat the Bills in the 13 seconds overtime. And, just, and that would have been poetically I, I, beautiful. I think they were okay to go to overtime because I think they knew either they would score a touchdown with the ball first or score a touchdown and go for two with the ball second. That it, it really does change watching the Chiefs when we have a good defense. It's I think even though we should draft another it's receiver. It's watching and, the Patriots. You're watching the New England Patriots. Right. We <laughs> talked about that 13-3 yeah. Rams game, and we're like, when did the, Patri- the Chiefs get their version of that? This was not quite that, but close. It, it like resembled it, for sure. I mean, it was um, definitely... Uh, something that I could have seen coming, at least as far as the Niners not scoring 28 points or whatever some people were predicting. Like yeah, when you I get out of the realm Jeez. of if you're over 20 points against the Chiefs, like you're doing something that most other teams in the NFL, including I think really the Eagles, are the only team that. to score over 28 points in the past two years against the yeah. Chiefs. And they scored 30 in that Super Bowl or 31, 35, 35. Yeah. Jordan Love yeah. diced us up for 24 points, and that seemed like it was a massacre compared to our normal standard. So, yeah, Joe, uh, like this was bound to happen this way. On a side note, um, getting some reports from Blake Anderson in Vegas. He, uh, mm. he, he talked his way into the Jacksonville Jaguars suite. And, you know, basically he was just hurt. They lost. But uh, also, I think it might have been a good thing in the long run he basically was saying that uh, Vegas ducked the most toxic Bay Area night of all time. It could have gotten really disgusting out there. And oh, yeah. he, he, he says, honestly, I just know there was a Raider sleeper cell waiting for the green light. So, see, <laughs> like, if the Niners had one, who knows, man? They might have lit Paris Hotel on fire. So <laughs> this might have actually worked out better for the nation. That's true. I think you're right, Jamel. And it's because, you know, I, I – 
previewed that last week and I was like, ah, oh, there's some bad feeling I have about Vegas hosting the Super Bowl. But with the Chiefs winning it, those Chiefs fans know how to celebrate a Super Bowl victory at this point. You're yeah. not Yeah, don't not need afford to, to go to the game. Yeah. Yeah, you just don't go. And <laughs> by the way, we can just talk about things ancillary to the game as well. The celeb roster at this game was up there with some of the greats. That's the benefit of Vegas. Everybody knows a weekend in Vegas is a good time, even Beyonce. So people were there that you haven't even seen at other Super Bowls. And Usher. Usher had a little bit of extra spice to it, too. I didn't yeah, like Mr. Met Vegas of it all. I didn't like how many commercials he was in. I thought, you know, you've got him for the main hilarious show. Chiefs fan complaint. Yeah. Well, it's just it was a little more. <laughs> I thought he was a little. I, there was a little overexposure for this particular person. I I had an I had a problem with the entire tenor of Super Bowl ads this year. It was even worse than it's been in the last ten years when this whole trend has started. It's like let's pick five random celebrities and find a way to shoehorn them all into a commercial together. I barely cared until they showed me a fucking swastika. What the fuck? I wasn't even paying attention. It's I'm a talking weird thing to, to side-eye so on your TV. Yeah, then I look up and it's like, yo, what? You just have to really hope I'm... it's not your friend's Apple TV screensaver. Then a priest is watching, washing a guy's feet. I think that we need to get back to commercials being uh, uh, the least attractive character actors being the most famous people in commercials. Give I like me, this. I think Steven Root should be the most famous person allowed in ads. And then the rest of them should be the people from the groundlings who've invested $9,000 yes. in improv classes. Yeah. These yeah. are who the commercials need to be the biggest thing to happen to that person this, that year. And then they are paying their rent and that's what it should be. I, I don't need to, I don't famous people have recently caught on to the trend that, uh, Podcasts and commercials, you can do those and get money, and I hate it. These those were for us. Those yeah. were ours. This was I don't for... need your lays. Go work hard. You're allowed to. I used to see at least three friends in a Super Bowl in all of the yeah, ads. Three a... people Didn't I know happen. personally. There was yeah. one person and it was kind of a fluke. So, uh, we want to yes. know Danny Jollis in a single Super Bowl ad feels like what <laughs> is something stupid is happening. This man should have been in three Super Bowl ads falling There's down like he did in Babylon. Some cats at my party knew a guy in a starry ad. I didn't know him, but there was a guy in a starry ad. We're talking ad. about real companies. We're talking about companies with real commercials, not starry, <laughs> which I have in my fridge right now. <laughs> Don't talk down to starry. You love starry. I, I have it. I have it. Soda stream starry uh, <laughs> syrup. You love there's it. A, there's a six pack of diet starry uh, here in the Airbnb okay. refrigerator. Starry, winning hearts hey. and minds. Hey. Let's Shoot go. The moon. If you miss, at least you'll have diet starry. Look, I yes, was I was about. rocking wild cherry Pepsi during the entire Super Bowl because that's what Travis Kelsey said was his favorite soda, and I always agreed. I always felt like it was the better soda oh. out of the, all the cherry sodas. So I got it half for Kelsey, half for me, and it worked. You like it better than cherry Coke? Yes, wild cherry. Wild aspect it is. of it. It's wild. It's you've, you've got that little hint of insanity. It does taste it like they put might, one yeah. more cough drop in it than just regular cherry coke. Every every sip, you'd be like, "Man, I might I might have a threesome in a pool tonight." <laughs> there, yeah, it's possible. It's always possible because these Super Bowl parties, like you're right, Jamel. There's it's really it's it's such a vibe if you're doing it right. That yeah, like why are they paying so much to put Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger in a State Farm ad for no reason? I barely cared. 
I was too busy having yeah. a great time. Yeah. I'm talking to people in real life. We're talking about how fun the game is. We're waiting to see if Usher's going to wear Heelys or roller skates. I did bet on Heelys. That was a miss by me. Bigness. I mean, we had n- nine people, maybe ten. I think nine. And uh, we went through five full joints. Nice. I can't remember most of the companies that advertise. I'm sure that I, I remember the E-Trade baby. That's about all I can remember, really. And everything else is just a blur. You're talking about Pete Holmes? But see, I he was Pete even Holmes the E-Trade baby. That was before he was super, you know what I mean? That yeah, was like exactly. That's as famous as you should be allowed to be and be in a commercial as it's not you. Yeah. And you have to be like, actually, I know who that is. He was grandfathered in from the time when he wasn't famous. <laughs> um, speaking of joints, Jamel, you have some Ricky Williams weed that you want to share with the, the group? Oh, yeah, sure. This is for whenever you get back from Brooklyn, whenever you get done working with DJ Premier and Large Professor. I got some of that Ricky Williams Super Bowl weed for us, guys. Yeah. It's, he, he put out a, a special three-pack of joints for the game. And I'll be honest, I only smoked one during the game, and everybody was like, whoa, what is this? And I was like, it's the Super Bowl, baby. You have to give up like 16 joints to get one of his. You have to give Pretty up much. like two full <laughs> draft packs of joints the, just to get one of his. The price is, honestly, <laughs> it is priced like Ricky Williams, the player, was priced. I will say that. Yeah, it, it, it gets definitely you, be for the look for the show. It gets you so high, you lose your job. <laughs> but you do spark an entire documentary series that's yeah. still around today. Yeah, no, you land on yeah. your feet eventually. For sure. In New um, Zealand, in a tent. On, yeah, can't land on your feet in a hammock. I want to talk about the not, the losing side of things and just kind of cover the Niners a little bit. We did a little a lot of Chiefs talk. Um, I don't know what what was your guys' sense of the Niners like when it comes to Super Bowl opponents? You beat them twice now. Is that what was your favorite Super Bowl victory? I guess is this the best one because of how long the game lasted? It's because was of the how first good one it was. always. This yeah. was a great game. This was the best of the games. the The comeback against the Niners four years ago. The first is is a great feeling, and having not done it for 50 years, I thought it may never happen. I was too nervous. I was too mm-hmm. nervous the whole time, so I was just shitting my pants, and then when Damian Williams finally broke that run, I could breathe again, and it almost didn't like sink in. And then the yeah. Eagles one was great, but it ended weirdly, so it could have been an all-timer, but then the ending, I knew I was going to hear some crap from Dan and others. Uh, and then, so this one was the perfect mix. I wasn't too nervous because I wasn't worried about losing the Super Bowl necessarily. It doesn't hurt the legacy of the team. So I had a great time and I felt optimistic throughout. It was still up and down and all these tight moments. And everybody else was like, I don't know if you guys are going to do it. And I was like, I know. And then it happened. And it was just everything came together. And I yeah, was, so I was less nervous down in overtime in this game than I was ahead 10 with two minutes left in the first one. The yeah. first Mahomes one. Um, and then the Eagles one I thought was a really good game. And it, it did like sometimes when games are like incredible for 99% of them. And then the last 1% simultaneously is weird and takes six minutes yeah. is really not fun. It like It's like watching a college basketball game where you're like, this is incredible. And then it turns into like almost all stoppages for a few minutes. And it, it left everyone feeling like, all right, OK, it, it just sort of was like, uh, OK. It's just 
it, it goes to show like endings matter so much. Cause I'd say the entirety of the Eagles game, probably more entertaining. Yeah. You have the Mahomes injury at halftime where you're like, what the hell is going to happen? Yeah. Is this guy fine? And then it just ended weird. This one ended so amazingly that like, you'll just remember it that way forever. You just thought, yeah, but like everyone remembers one thing about Dexter. And it's not the like four great seasons of television. I haven't seen it, but it's like I know so I know the ending of the show because people were so upset about it. And even it if the rest of it was of really the, great. Three out of the first four Dexter episodes, I would or uh, seasons. The third one was not good. Well, we, we, we're not Dexter. We don't have to dissect this. Well, I'll say something about the 49ers now. Yes, please. Um, I it's really sucks that it came down to McCaffrey the fumble in the first quarter. I st- I think they needed more from him anyway. I know he scored on a double pass. It also God, that sad that, uh, the Niners winning would have led to uh, Jawan Jennings being the MVP. And that is true. That probably would have been pretty cool. That would have been sick just to have a guy out of no a third wide receiver be the MVP. I I like I was McCaffrey is I think this game showed. The difference between Pacheco and McCaffrey, where McCaffrey is the best running back in the league. And Chiefs, I love, love, love Pacheco, but he has very clear limitations. McCaffrey gets four yards. If he's not stopped for negative one, it's five. I've never, he never gets two. It's very, and so they had a lot of second and five, second and four. And that was what the Chiefs struggled to get the whole time. And I was just like, man, this is a frustrating team to play against because it's so it it was like playing a a crazier version of how the Ravens gave up on trying to play but they're like gashing through the Bills did the same like gashing you for running and you're just like I'm McCaffrey is so good I like you actually I don't really watch him play because I don't watch the 49ers a lot but I'm just like I don't remember a guy since like Peterson who just finds what that is that whole like he he doesn't make the wrong move Ever. And this was just an okay game from him, too. And he was still yeah, probably was like the 85 best. yards yeah, and a touchdown total. I mean, it was good. He had 80 receiving. Yeah, yeah, he had 80 and 80, I think. And he's great. <laughs> Jesus, really? Uh, yeah. yeah, no. He, yeah, just a, and that was a nor- like kind of yeah. an okay McCaffrey it's game. And I'm watching it, and I, they needed more from him. They, they needed did. him to be they the MVP. But I will say this to Niners fans who want to feel optimism. You have a better quarterback than you had four years ago. It is definitive that Brock Purdy is better Not than Brock, Jimmy Garoppolo. He I had agree. a good playoff run, and I, you know, I hated the guy all year and thought he would be the reason they lost, and he just wasn't. He he wasn't great, but he was good. He was I don't good. know if he made any throws that I don't think a lot of guys could make, but he didn't. Had choke. he made the one? Had he made the last one? We would yeah. all be like, yeah. okay, this guy is actually like. An all-timer. Dude was open, too, but Chris Jones yeah, got there. He was in his face. Only Mahomes can make that throw. Who even yeah, can make that throw? Maybe Rodgers a few in years face ago. Like that. You know what I'm saying? There's and only a tough. couple guys. It's tough. You can't hold Brock Purdy to that standard. If Brock Purdy can run this offense the way he has been and not make mistakes and grow a little bit, this is year two of Brock Purdy, he might be able to get you back to a Super Bowl. That said, though, and Dan knows this, that hangover is real and it's disgusting. And I don't I expect the Niners, Niners again. I well, I think the I think Greenlaw tearing his ACL is the biggest problem for next the season. Keely. Walking but out onto the field. Of, How come we haven't talked about that yet? Horrible. He was just I mean, rolling I, I, out I onto the so... field. Yeah. He wasn't over it wasn't a Martin Grammatica. He wasn't doing anything. He no. was just running into the game. 
that ACL was ready to go. It was like Achilles. it was hanging yeah. on by Achilles. a thread. Yeah. Oh, Achilles, Achilles. Worse. Yeah. All right. Worse yeah. than ACL. I know, especially if he's vaxxed, that's going to take him like a year to come back from exactly. with his right. protein changes. He's going to have all the shakes. Um, but <laughs> to, to what you guys are saying about, um, we talked about this a little earlier in the show, was the coaching differences. I thought, like you're saying, Kyle, McCaffrey was getting four or five yards falling forward, felt a little bit unstoppable. They come out in the second half and they go three and out, I think three straight drives. And it's, I think they called eight of nine plays were passes. I and think I got the could gift not understand. It made no sense. What they the fuck actually were threw, they And doing? the thing was, they had just had the Chiefs three and out on their receiving of the the big advantage was the Chiefs getting the ball after halftime. And we just right. doinked that right away immediately. Was that the interception? That might yeah, have been the interception, was. which was, was even yeah. like Mahomes has made some dumb, like some Brett Favre dumb throws. But this one, the second it left his hand, you saw Kelsey just like know it was going to be a pick as it floated over his head. Like just yeah. Yeah. if this isn't if this isn't going out of bounds, it's big. Uh, before the we move on too about- much from the 49ers, though, we just does George Kittle get a pass forever for not showing up in the playoffs? What did what did he do? What did he not he had, do? I mean, he had he one w- yard in the first half and he led tight ends. Yeah, and 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 George Kittle didn't do much, but I, yeah. I don't know what you expect with this offense. They're trying to get everybody involved. He's the I best tight end in the league this down. year. Yeah. Who shut all pro. George He's Kittle first team down? All pro. I mean, was you someone? you have eight other wide receivers. He should be having a huge game. He should, but he I should agree. be your third option. I don't are know what you, he's doing. Is blocking are, this important? Is there something that we did that shut him down? Because I didn't notice it. I didn't notice anything special. <laughs> I didn't either. I don't. We don't. Tranquil is okay at covering tight ends, but no one can cover. I don't know. That's what like people. If Kelsey misses a first half, the he was trending worldwide on the. But if Kittle, who's all pro first team, does less, everyone's like, well, he has I thin just, hair. He, the thing about running the ball is it doesn't matter where. Like, fuck, man. Why didn't they just run the ball more? <laughs> I don't know. Dude, I think you were they about are to the go into serious analysis. Fourth team yeah, to it ask does, themselves it that. The it's year. a it's a kind of play where it doesn't matter if you if the defense knows it's going to happen. If you scheme it right, you'll gain three or four yards. Because three it's yards boring, dude. It's it's boring. You got fucking Adele or Lady Gaga is there, and maybe probably. I do think Adele. everyone overthinks it. I think they're like, you know, they're going to expect us to run. So let's. Mm-hmm. But that's make Brock Purdy yeah. make quick decision making with Trent McDuffie slamming oh, him in the face. Yeah. Or, can you imagine Chris Jones running at you and you remembering you were the last pick in the draft? <laughs> that's the moment. Yeah, yeah. They did that's, keep it. They contained Purdy. I, he he had no runs. Oh, that's that, yeah, that, yeah, that's true. That, I did too. In the two playoff wins they had, he, that was kind of the difference was his legs, and he just didn't run all it's game because we were blitzing him, and he's not elusive. He he runs those plays when there's nothing going yeah. on and I he's truly, got a wide open lane. But when I people hate, are in his face. I hate giving credit to Steve Spagnolo for just mm-hmm. calling engage eight. He called <laughs> engage eight and it worked. And now yeah. I have to say he's a genius. Man, fuck. Uh, I he calls no, man, those like you're mad. Those third down Madden. calls in the critical you need this stop. Some of the two of the like the McDuffie blitz Jones, on third and floor four was like the game saving thing of beauty. That blitz was fucking beautiful. It took a long time pre snap too. He didn't even zero tell that he was coming. He didn't. 
you know, they're shifting guys. They're running around. He, you didn't know he was coming, and it was the perfectly timed It's what happens when you draft for your coach. It's yeah. what happens when you build your team for the guy who's coaching the team instead of just building the team for who you think is great. McDuffie and Snead are, like, invented for this system. Yeah, and we yeah. we really recognized early on that Spagnola was a good choice. And so when we did the Tyreek Hill trade, we were like, we're giving the, the next two drafts to Steve Spagnola. What uh, I wanted to ask this because I thought about this. Is there just something to, and this is a thing that happened with Jordan and Kobe, where guys just are like, they forget what they're doing because they see who's over there. Like oh, with sure. Brady, where it's like Absolutely. their whole team, whether it's Kyle Shanahan or their whole team as an entire whole, or like Bosa plays his worst games against the Chiefs even when he plays good because he's trying insanely hard and missing. And so do you think guys, they're just like looking over there like, even this isn't even the team that'll put up 50. But you're just like, well, time to act a fool because I have Basically, to. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, Everybody he knows it people, too. He gets people trying too hard. Lamar tried too hard. Josh Allen tried too hard. That's why I think Josh Allen is like the person who I worry about the most still with him is Josh Allen tries too hard, but is just so physically insane that his trying too hard, he might be Vegeta. Yeah, he is our Vegeta. But we've, (laughs) we've, we've turned the entire group into a bunch of Goku subordinates. It's every great quarterback in this league is now Joe Burrow's Krillin and, you know. Yeah. That's true. And we got Lamar's Piccolo. Like we are just Aaron Rodgers uh, Frieza. Yeah, Aaron yeah. Rodgers is still Frieza. Easily. Absolutely. <laughs> we got to admit eventually that Mahomes is boo. We can't say that we're going. No, everyone likes Goku, but that's and everyone the truth. loves Goku. Thank I you, do- Kyle, for being honest. <laughs> I mean, who was the guy who could actually take everyone down by absorbing what they did and and adapting? That's Cell. Uh, cell. Plus, everyone likes... Uh, uh, Even Sip um, Both of them were full of absorptions. Yeah, but Cell got killed by a kid. Um, well, I mean, I don't Gohan's know. secretly the it, most powerful of them all, but could only release it when people were killing his mother or something. And that is Caleb Williams. Right. You just, well, you got to hide it. Nah. You, I don't, I don't think so though. I don't know what kind of internet hate Chi Chi gets, so I'm not sure if the Goku uh, <laughs> recommendation is is similar. But I assume people hate Chi Chi, honestly. Yeah, she's kind of but a she, nagging bitch. Chi Chi feels like she yeah. gets like the Skylar White sort of treatment, where you're like, "Let him go, kill." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's saving the um, world. Okay, let's let's uh, let's talk a little a little bit futures, just of these two teams and kind of their trajectory for next season. So. You know, what do you for the Niners? I think it's really hard to know, like, what the fix is. Like, you don't change your quarterback. I don't really think you change your coaches. Maybe the D coordinator you up, you upgrade. You got to hope Brandon Ayuk isn't as upset as his family seems to be. Aren't they posting on Instagram like time to get out of here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they they want out. Yeah. Come to the Chiefs. So they're that the, the, the Niners implosion seems imminent. I do think. They were kind of on a free life this season where they hit on the Brock Purdy thing, didn't get burned for using all that draft capital to get Trey Lance. And so slid through kind of close playoff games, too. They're stuck, dude. They, they, they're just this team, man. Only it's that much harder because you're like, fuck. Do you think the Trey Lance thing lost them the Super Bowl? Do you think they would have had enough? The uh, A piece from that would have been enough. 
Maybe, maybe. Get them yeah, over the line. Yeah, yeah, I just hope you you hope that that's a wash with getting a good quarterback. And anyways, with a, a, a lack of a pick, you know. So any little thing could have changed trajectory. Yeah, I think the same two teams could play again, and the Chiefs could lose by fourteen. But you know, yeah. The next year, I think it's just the mental hurdle is going to be tough. So who's left? It's so hard, dude. The Kyle Shanahan now has this even darker cloud over him of just, and you know, he's so. I, you watch the body language of the two coaches. Andy was so relaxed, even getting screamed at by Travis Kelsey. Like he loves he's it. Just so. I mean, the cool guy has nothing collected. but football. He lost his whole family years ago, bro. Like, right. That's right. That's right. But Kyle Shanahan is so deeply disturbed. I would worry more about Shanahan than anyone on the Niners. Everyone on the Niners is like fairly stoic. And fairly like in control, maybe not Bosa all the time, but even he is, he's not, I don't see any of them being temperamental or with huge swings and mental, like the mental grasp of the game. They're all sort of like pretty quiet, fairly put together, composed, except their coach. I mean, it feels a little bit like the Eagles team where I'm like, I feel like the coach's mental lapse is the thing to worry the most about. Yeah. I think, you know, Shanahan, he is, um, He's his his dad's son. The opposite yeah. of the Andy Reid situation. He's chasing his dad, trying to. He just he's probably Maybe just he's sees his dad's fake fake teeth in his dreams. <laughs> That's just because he was the Broncos coach. You got to start to look like the logo as you get older. Well, let's not forget that his dad lost a bunch of Super Bowls and then ten years later won a couple. So there's always hope. So did Andy Andy Reid lost one and lost all those championship games. I was going to say that, Kyle. There's kind of like, if you need something to grasp onto to be optimistic as a Niners fan, it's that Shanahan could have the Reid trajectory. And And win some with the Chiefs after Andy Reid retires. (laughs) Kind of the way this works is you have to go somewhere else. Bill Belichick was a coach somewhere else and then became the Patriots coach. So usually you have to leave to become this guy. Oh, you said upgrade a D coordinator. What about Belly to the Niners? What do you think about that? He's not going to be a defense coordinator. Imagine him listening to Kyle Shanahan about anything. He would call him boy. (laughs) Okay, so... Quickly, Chiefs, uh, you know, looking forward. No. Obviously, it seems like they can win with nice this to get out of, of our team. rebuilding era. Yeah, and yeah we are rebuilding insane. right now. Two Super Bowl victories during the rebuilding They're gonna era. They're going to cut everyone so, who scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl, which is a, probably a stat that's never happened before. And the defense is going to lose a couple of guys, but we might actually keep it more intact than I thought before we won the Super Bowl. So we will they be seem able to hungry draft. for a three peat yeah. too. It's never happened. It's they're never already talking happened. about it. And they're and already talking about we it. We just yeah. need to draft a receiver and pick up a receiver in free agency. And we might be, and I hate to jinx it, but we might be an undefeated team if we if we put the offense and the defense together. That's the goal. No, they, they mess around during the regular season. I, we know you're that right, at you're this right. point. They they experiment. They, they have to kind of feel something. They need to lose. That Raiders game, Andy Reid kind of credited it with why it sparked the run that Christmas day Raiders game. He texted Antonio Pierce and thanked him for, for kind of lighting a fire under the team and resetting their, their course. I love that. Do you know how pissed I'd be if I beat the Chiefs <laughs> and I got a text from the coach? Like, Hey, thanks man. You just won us the title. You bum ass. You, th- oh. you think this even matters? Anyways, we're going to do this in your stadium. In your stadium. Do you think yeah. this game matters? <laughs> Andy Reed, you think Andy Reed's paid attention to football on Christmas? The man yeah, is so know. excited for ham. 
Thanks, man. Thank you for ending that game in regulation so I could go get a piece of this ham. And I, I never gave a fuck. And good luck to you. Good luck God, to Max Crosby on the media circuit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Inventing a rivalry that doesn't exist. I wouldn't yeah, even um, respond. If I was Antonio Pierce, I would pretend I didn't read it. I actually think there's no, <laughs> there is no intrigue left in the AFC, for me at least, because we've beaten all the best quarterbacks. The only wild cards out there that I could be intrigued by in a, in a next year's playoffs, C.J. Stroud, if they really load up the Texans' defense, and a real Aaron Rodgers comeback. Those are the only two things that could happen that could complete the set. But but we in the NFC, the it's far North. more interesting. NFC, I actually think we might have a a, a Rams Lions kind of championship to decide who goes to the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, if the Rams can like recreate what looks like the greatest offense, like their draft was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Stafford's a year older. I, I liked their team this year, but I think they kind of missed that one. Maybe I they'll like trade for off. I like it being I like the <laughs> NFC North becoming like the AFC North where it's just it's the Packers and the Lions just batting the title back and forth. And right. One of them is playing for neither a, of them a will get the one seed because they'll both lose three divisions out of each other. Yeah. <laughs> also, you're going to have is, Caleb yeah. Williams in there pretty soon. You're going to be able to. Yeah, you are. Yes. And the Chiefs by DVOA had the hardest playoff run of all time this season they beat like the top five teams i mean you've got to say the dolphins were the the dolphins were the four seed in the afc if you're just going by how the season went right you're like it was a diminished dolphins team but the dolphins also kind of showed up to be like mental frauds shout out to me for never believing in those idiots (laughs) believed in the dolphins for a second this year i'm not gonna fully give in to the retcon i think that it wasn't it's insane to beat the bills and the ravens and the 49ers those were the three best teams in the league at the end of the year but i think that it is the retconning of the dolphins being as good at the end of the year as they were at the beginning of the year has been uh, a favorable chiefs take they still were the number one total offense so let's not say they were just a bunch of it, they weren't there. like I mean it wasn't like the Browns miss or something like that who I picked to win a game, but uh I don't think anyone yes. felt uncomfortable playing. Polynesian Dan Fouts. That's what that was. <laughs> who cares? So just for posterity, I want a, a way too early Super Bowl prediction for next season. It's just who you will they make it back and who do you think the opponent will be? We don't need any like score predictions or anything. Well, he, he's made it uh, uh, 67% of the time to the Super Bowl, so i got to just go odds with the, him making it yeah. again. Oh, I think they'll be there, yeah. Um, just who will. Most of this year, I thought, hopefully next year. Right. Uh, I I mean, I think the Packers are going to – I think it's going to be the Ascend. Packers. Jeez, I think it's Packers. I think it's going to be the Packers just purely for the sadness of uh, the rest of the teams in that division. <laughs> like it, it, <laughs> it, it feels like the Lions might be the Chargers of that situation. Yeah, Packers fix their defense; they're pretty scary. Um, Danny, who you got? Oh, you got me. I, well, because you know what I'm Dan- doing. Doesn't matter. Doesn't yeah. matter. So it's, it's Chiefs and who for you? I'm going to say Chiefs Lions right now. It's a lot of wish casting, but I do like the team. I do like them. And I feel like Dan Campbell could learn a lesson from this playoffs. Let's hope. Hey, let's hope. Because he basically, he gave away the NFC championship. Yeah, there's just a lot of ass in the NFC. And if it's not the Niners, you've got a huge void there. 
And I don't, I buy the lions progression more than the Packers. Although I agree. It could be one of those two. I, 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 as the guy, as the only guy who has to pick against the chiefs on this show, I'm trying to think of a reason why it would happen. The only thing that would stop the Chiefs injury, but uh, truthfully, I don't think Mahomes is ever going to get injured. He doesn't run sneaks. He, he learned how to, uh, suspend himself like a uh, spider-man whenever he gets tackled the wrong way he could just <laughs> he could just start b-boying <laughs> and roll out of it i just i don't even know if he's gonna get hurt he gets hit like the mom from the incredibles and i don't yeah. mean from her videos that you see fan made on the With internet the i mean yeah but like yeah. he is so flexible it's like nothing breaks so who you got in the nfc jamal uh, Eagles, Eagles back. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, that's what I'm going to say as well. I, it just, I don't know why that would happen, but I do think this season was kind of a weird hey, fluky maybe, thing that happened yeah, at the end. You know, it's, you know, it's time to revamp some stuff. I don't know. They have, they have, they, they are moving on with two new coordinators and, uh, you know, they still have some good pieces, but nothing better. You know, nothing Chiefs, that says Super Bowl more than revamping both coordinator positions <laughs> after a disastrous yeah, well, We lost season. the two after the Super Bowl and made two horrendous decisions of who we replaced, well, the replacements were. Belichick's but, um, I mean, any- <laughs> look, the Eagles, the end of the Eagles season was historically bad, perhaps bad enough for them to have a renewed sense of focus. Could be. Sports logic is not real logic. Any <laughs> logical person would be like, the, the Eagles are done. Put them in the fucking casket. But that's not how the athlete's mind thinks. They're like, oh, now it's time to time for us to win again. They all think that. It's weird. I, I follow them, obviously, closely on, on social media. And they all kind of still see themselves as the true contender, which I guess you need that. But it, it might be foolhardy. Isn't um, Reddick trying to get traded out of... That is the one um, guy that well, he hasn't said that himself. It's just been some reports. Okay. So we don't know exactly what will happen reports with that. Reports are always but true. Let's wrap this up. Final thoughts on the season. And, you know, I, I hate to say it, but fucking bravo again. God, Danny, you have three Super Bowls in the five years we've been doing this show. It's it's unbelievable. Kyle, you just kind of added to the the cherry on top to this this Chiefs uh, Sunday that we we have to fucking eat every episode basically. Um, I'll be I'll go quick. Here's my thing. Con- if you're if, if, I'm consume all of the stuff. This is not how things are supposed to go. This isn't how it will ever go ever again. I want to look. I'm gonna. I watch. I watch so many YouTube videos. I'm listening to everything. Watch it all. Consume it all. Buy bootleg T-shirts. You got to yep. enjoy it because uh, uh, I don't. I imagine if you're like a Patriots fan, you're not like tuning in every week to maintenance of things anymore. It's a so great point. Just, just you know, I did it when the Royals did went on their run and a half, and and I'm just like I'm gonna watch every video and get no work done for a couple weeks. Uh, for me. I will say uh, football is fun. Yes. <laughs> also, uh, the Chiefs are, I mean, look, guys, just buckle in. This is this is the next five to ten years of our lives, and uh, that's cool. It is, it's wild that we decided to start this show right when the Chiefs became the team of the decade. 
team of the millennium. Uh, that's uh, that's just what comedy is all about. Uh, also, <laughs> if you uh, if you like what you're hearing, if you want us to podcast in the off season, we're definitely taking a break because football is maddening. We are taking a break, but if you want to hear more of the show, please interact with us online about it because uh, we won't record if people don't want to hear it. Yeah, we got to. But be if you want, yeah. Listen, if you want to hear us record in the off season, you're gonna have to put up some money. But we will uh, smoke Ricky Williams weed for you. Also, uh, they got flag football coming to the Olympics. There are other football opportunities in the off season. If you want them, please holler at us. And I want to tell you before this gets out of my head, real quick. I think you guys could do a great Patreon thing. That is, uh, all you do is uh, test athletes' products. It doesn't have to be Ricky hey, Williams weed. Yeah. It can be Mahomes cereal. Like test I the stuff. Like Mahomes it could be like it's good. The, the, a shilling killing. Who's like shilling the best stuff? Fantastic. We will do that. Do you want to join our Patreon? So yeah. Do you want to help us make this show? <laughs> Please do that. Say that that it's a good idea to Say us. It. Email us. Uh, text Dan. Most of you are Dan's friends. Get yeah. get into it with us. Let us know. Otherwise, we're not doing it. We're, yeah, not, we're I, not doing I, it. I, I can sit at home. I don't mind having my Tuesdays off. I would rather have. I would rather watch NCIS for free than get your three to five dollars to produce the show. But if you give me the money, I'll do it. All right, so my final uh, thought yeah. is, first, I'll do a Chiefs thing. I don't take it for granted as well. I, I love it. This run has been amazing. This was the best Super Bowl ever. I, I really, truly felt joy in the moment for the first time in maybe 20 years. So um, people noted, people at the party noted that I was feeling, that I was expressing joy in a very healthy way. And so that's thanks to the Chiefs. That's thanks to the show, honestly. And uh, also, if I have one gripe, I don't like the championship hat this year. So I might have to, I need a new hat. I'm going to have to figure out some new hat ideas. So if you want to hit us up on that level, let me know what kind of a hat might look good. I got a red and a yellow, and I've got that white championship hat from last season. Let me know what I'm missing, style heads out there. And then. All right. All right. Well, just all black, though. I don't know. Uh, And then macro wise, just thanks for sticking with us for five seasons. I don't know how much we're growing. I refuse to look at the analytics. Doesn't matter anymore. What what I know is that we're at least holding the ship tight with the people we do have. That means you guys love the show and you're there are enough of you that care that keeps us chugging along. So I may have threatened several times this season to end the show forever, but I think we're back. <laughs> and not only that, we might have to expand again. I was going to go with that too, as my final thought of the thanks. And then also make a proclamation of sorry, we love football will return for a sixth season. I don't know if we'll be back and how much we'll be back in the off season. Up to you. We're definitely coming back That's for, up to for you season six listeners. Yes. It's up to the listeners. Do you want but, to hear this again? <laughs> Uh, again, fucking enjoy it, guys. It's a, it's it's a, it's crazy that this Lucky is actually bastards. Happening. You fucking and, bastards. And sorry <laughs> to all the non-Chiefs fans listening out there. Sorry that you hate us because you ain't us. But that's just what it is right now. I hope your team can make it to the Super Bowl to have the honor of being beaten by Patrick Mahomes again next year. <laughs> you guys ever think if you started this show 10 years ago, you might have had a Bud Dwyer situation with Danny after like the Colts playoff game? 
Man. <laughs> we'll never it would have been a much different Patreon oh, episode. Man. <laughs> yeah, you got to put that behind a paywall, right? <laughs> Obviously. I'm, 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 I'm going to say sorry to Alex Smith. Just for what, sorry what Alex people Smith. did to you. I apologize, man. Sorry, dude. He's the one that connects us all. He's he's Niners, Chiefs, Commanders. Sorry, Alex. Sorry. Sorry.